This episode of the podcast is literally being brought to you by Comscope Marketing because we're giving away puppies, not real puppies, stuffed puppies, but they're really cute. And you can also sign up and earn a chance to win a free AP. So who doesn't want one of those? Colleen Murphy Gomez is here. She's a marketing manager here at Comscope. She's heading up the program and spreading the word about the giveaway. And I really enjoyed sitting down and talking to her. We had a great conversation. We didn't get into anything super technical, but we did talk about the world that we live in today, Comscope, Ruckus, all that great stuff. So give it a listen and enjoy. Colleen, when you sent me the email about the puppy promotion, I misread it at first, and I literally thought we were giving away actual puppies, and I figured you were somehow going to break the internet. <laughs> so, you know, that's not the first one that said that. Yep. <laughs> like, yep, we're shipping them in cardboard boxes, a couple air holes. No, not at all. All right. So now that we know that safety measures are in place, uh, tell me about it. So what, what kind of brought this on? What's, what's the goal of it? What are we, uh, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, well, what brought it on is really the environment we're all living in, right. With, with COVID and, and lockdown. And, uh, I, I work on events in North America. It's a big part of how we get out and get in front of customers and prospects and partners. And not being able to do that has been really challenging for everybody. And um, and so we have a, a warehouse full of ruckus puppies, right? <laughs> These are uh, a coveted trade show item uh, from the, you know, from the ruckus world. And we wanted to be able to sh- reshare some puppy love right now in the environment that we're in. And... I have all these friends and families showing me their real dog adoptions right now, right? I think I think pet adoptions are such a huge thing uh, amongst COVID. And so I thought, well, let's, I don't know, let's have people adopt, you know, stuffed puppies. That sounds like a good idea. You know, they need good homes right now. Uh, can't can't give them out at shows. And, and so we decided to put together a promotion to, you know, really get, get puppies out, but really just to have some fun right now, right? I mean, we uh, we feel so, you know, locked down and restricted in what we can do and sometimes disconnected from people, even though we're, you know, we're all on videos all the time now, still feels disconnected. So we just wanted to have a little bit of fun, honestly, and we're like, well, let's just, let's send a bunch of people some puppies. Heck and yeah. yeah, and, you know, one one additional thing that led to that is, uh, when Comscope purchased Ruckus, we moved a lot of the social media activity over to the Comscope channels, right, as we're merging the organizations. But the Ruckus Network's channels on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, 100,000 people, right, following those pages uh, and are interested in, in what Ruckus Networks is doing and what we have to say. And we still have a lot to say. We're just now saying it on the Comscope channel, right? And so we wanted a way to kind of help incentivize and move people over and make sure they're still engaging with us and seeing what's new and that we're able to connect with, you know, with everybody. And so we thought, well, hey, like the new Comscope page, fill out the form. We'll send out 50 puppies, 100 puppies a month, right? We'll, we'll send out just a bunch of puppies um, as an incentive for that. 
And then on the back end, we want to, you know, flood the social channel. I want to flood Comscope's channel with puppy pictures. So, <laughs> uh, so we're like, well, if you know, if you get one of these puppies, uh, take a picture of it with you at work and um, post it back up. Hashtag Ruckus Adoption. Uh, and yeah, and then you're entered to win a, an access point. So we're kind of just doing an additional play, trying to get some engagement on our social channels and bring that fun to life. And yeah, the, and cuddly, cuddly, cute little puppies. <laughs> you know, I think it's a great, great concept because unless you're walking around with an absolute <clears throat> heart of stone, you don't have to like dogs. But most people I know, even if they don't like dogs, they love puppies. So... <laughs> It's a it's a really great idea and concept. I really like it. So I think I think it's a good idea. Um, okay, so we're going to put. So I'll I'll do an announcement of this on on the live stream link we were talking about. Um, is this mainly just a marketing campaign to spread the word, or is there other things that you're looking at tying into this on the back end or down the road? Because um, we've looked at, I know some things we've looked at uh, kind of with the live stream stuff and the podcast stuff, there's a lot of charitable things you can do, right? So there's there's opportunities to do things like that. Are there things like that you're looking at, especially given the day and age that we live in? You know, it hasn't been something that we've specifically identified, but we're kind of keeping, uh, you know, options open. Stuff like that is on the table we're not we're not sure how successful it'll be you know off the bat i mean we're we're gonna put it out there we're gonna see and we think there's enough um evangelism on the ruckus puppies honestly <laughs> from the community that we're hoping for you know a good show out but um you know anything anything like that we're we're still kind of considering down the road depending on how things turn out okay cool well i'm i'm gonna fill it out because i want a puppy because the one that I had, my daughter stole, and I knew that was going to happen. So, of course. Well, speaking of that, uh, I so as as part of this, I had a trade show kit sent to my house, put it up so I could do a little uh, video promo. Uh, and so I, I had them send me a bunch of puppies and one of the big ruckus dogs. And with every intention of all of those going back to the warehouse. And my four-year-old has since stolen all of them and hid them around the house. <laughs> so I'm not sure any of the puppies that uh, made it to my house uh, will ever make it back to the warehouse. So I, I completely understand. We'll get you. We'll get you a puppy for yourself. <laughs> That's funny. It's like an Easter egg hunt in reverse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so with a four-year-old, that's going to be kind of interesting. Looking at, I, I can't imagine right now being four or five years old in your first year of kindergarten, you're at home. Yeah, we actually were, were in the camp of, um, my husband had to go, he was forced to go back to his office. Um, we're in, we're in Georgia. So it's a little, little looser here. And we just, we couldn't make it work still being at home with just, just me working from home and, and him and trying to do school. And so, He's actually going to uh, like a private pre-K school um, at his at his daycare, actually. So he's he's back, and it's you know it's a challenging thing as a parent trying to, to make the best call, right? I mean, we just want our kids to be safe, but 
you know, he's a, he's an only child, and he had four or five months of lockdown with only his parents and never playing with another kid, and it was the worst thing, I think, for everybody. Um, you know, he, he did just fine. We probably were more stressed than he was, but it was just um, as kind of a forced opportunity he had to go back. But, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy environment. I've got team members that... You know, their kids are trying to do virtual learning, and it's uh, it's a it's a challenging environment for sure. And it feels like no good solution. <clears throat> send them back. Don't send them back. It, nothing. Nothing's a good option right it now. It really isn't. And, you know, we've had our struggles with it at home. Just But then you walk away from the conversation, you're like, what are we really whining about here? I mean, when you look at it, it might be challenging and inconvenient at times and in its own way but then you look at it and we're thinking we don't have two kids trying to share one device to do their schoolwork. we don't have anybody that's in the house sick they're old enough to where even locked down they can entertain themselves to a certain point right like you can play xbox mm-hmm. or watch netflix or whatever they're doing but younger i'm like oh man that'd be tough because i remember some of the kids in the neighborhood when everything first started you can't keep him in the house, nor should you. I mean, it's summertime, go out, play, do something. But they're all pretty good. All the kids were out riding around on their scooters and their bikes, and they all had masks on, and they were running around. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So, Yeah, I mean, hey, little kids, though, you know, attention spans so short. Unless, you know, unless I let my kid watch bubble guppies all day long, <laughs> I would be, you know, stuck kind of entertaining him or, you know, switching activities every 15 minutes. It's uh the really little kids have been challenging, I know for sure. <laughs> well, and we come from the generation where our parents are like, oh, my God, get away from the TV, go outside. And now you're in a position where you're like, just go watch TV. I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't send you outside unsupervised. So, okay, you can't go outside. Uh, you know, you can't do one more worksheet. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. Can, you can have that time. <laughs> it's crazy. So with the trade show stuff, how have you guys looked into, because that's got to be a tough transition. And it was, I, I travel quite a bit too. So this year was an adjustment because I haven't. So when you look at that and have you looked at ways to do, I don't know. So I'm, I'm asking questions. Maybe everybody knows the answer to, which I'm really good at. Um, are you doing some of this stuff virtually to where you're able to still get a lot of that out there? Or has that been kind of a challenge to where like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Yeah, it's definitely been both, right? It's definitely a challenge, uh, and it's not the same experience, right? I mean, people go to a trade show to touch and feel product, right? To learn about what's new, um, to get their, you know, to get their giveaways, right? Get those puppies, um, but <laughs> you know, it's that in-person interactive experience, and you can't replicate that virtually. You know, even if you had the best virtual 3d modeling of product it's not the same as touching it feeling it opening the case right pushing the buttons and and so that piece we haven't been able to replicate um but we have been doing a lot of virtual events to just continue the education piece right um to be sharing our story to be uh, and that that story around kind of that expanded one com scope a portfolio, right? What it means, um, why you could, why you want to pair Wi-Fi six, you know, access points with Cat six, Cat six A cabling, right? And benefits of that, right? So we're still still trying to tell that story in a virtual environment, and we're doing that, 
you know, in a, in a lot of different ways through educational webinars. We're partnering with industry associations to do events and activities and speak on panels. Uh, we're also, we've also hosted some of our own virtual events. We just had a global partner conference, a virtual one, um, you know, two weeks of content and a bunch of live days and speaking and uh, demos. We're doing, um, had our system engineers around the U.S. just from their homes and whatever product they have in front of them film me like little demo videos. Like if you were at a trade show and someone came up and asked you about, about this powered fiber cable system, you know, show, tell me what you would say. And so they film these kind of homemade demos, which are, you know, you know, a little lighthearted, right? I mean, let's let's not be so serious right now. So we've been doing a lot of those. And then participating in the the large events that have virtual platforms. So we just did uh, Bixie this week was a virtual event. That's um, a really popular show from our infrastructure side of the house. And, you know, doing booth graphics and creating fun videos. And we've got giveaway pages on all those shows, too. So just doing what we can with what we've got um has really been our has been our focus right now you know in our industry we've talked about this too and i mean the live stream thing wasn't necessarily i know i keep blabbing about that but i really love doing it it's fun but i think when you look at it within our industry if anything like this was ever going to happen this was probably the ideal time to do it because of the technology that's available to us so you can still get that information out there People still consume information that way because um, we've had conversations a lot about just with training, like how how do people consume training? How do they need to? And so it really kind of opened your eyes to different pieces of it. And it's funny, too, because when we first started doing the live stream, there's this one webcam I was looking for, and I've searched the depths of the Internet for one. I mean, I've looked everywhere. Couldn't find one. Couldn't find it. Still can't find one. And so what I discovered was – companies when they told everybody you're working from home leave they would buy pallets of them and put them in the lobby and employees as they left would just grab one and take it home so they had a webcam well then they shut the supply chains down in china so no more came out <laughs> so they're still trying to fill this huge backlog and i'm like oh that's why <laughs> i can't <laughs> yeah just for a webcam i'm like wow that is just flat crazy i can't believe it so not to sidetrack too much, but speaking of things that are uh, apparently in high demand that we can't get online because of China manufacturing shutdown, my brother-in-law had his 50th birthday yesterday, and I was to flock his yard with flamingos. So I don't know if you've heard of this concept, flamingo flocking, okay? I wanted to do that for his birthday, right, his 50th, and I got to tell you, you cannot get flamingos in bulk right now online. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, flamingo production shut down. So I sidetracked, but it was, you know, funny trying to search the internet for uh, bulk flamingos that I could not find because uh, of everything was out of stock. They have them, they sell them. It's just out of stock. Of all the things to disappear from the face of the earth during a pandemic, it's a pink flamingo. <laughs> That's what I thought. 
I mean, webcams makes more logical sense, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the price gouging that went into it too, because when you looked at something that was $200 six months ago, and then you actually find it now, it's like $900. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. This makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> what a weird world. So what part of Georgia are you guys in? I'm just north of Atlanta. I'm actually, um, so I came from the the legacy Comscope side of the house. Um, and I had moved, I'm originally from Minnesota, had moved to Georgia about five years ago. And remote employee and then their acquisition happens and I end up five miles from the formerly heiress headquarters which is in Suwannee Georgia so I am I am just down the road now from a pretty big office and uh, so I've been up there quite a few times uh, pre-covid we were you know talking about getting getting an office over there to you know get closer to to some staff but yeah, so that's that's where I'm located right now. Okay. How close are you to Cobb County? Uh, pretty close. I mean, I'm technically in Gwinnett, um, but I think we border Cobb. Yeah. yeah. So please tell me there's at least one Atlanta Braves fan in the house. Oh, boy. I got to go. End of, end of podcast. Bye. <laughs> I know. Can you insert, like, the cricket sound? When you- <laughs> I can. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, sorry. My, my husband is from Gambia in West Africa. And so he, the only sport that can be in our home is football. And I don't mean American football. I mean like rest of the world football, AKA soccer. So it is a soccer household up in here. Uh, and I was never, never huge, uh, sports fan. So I have now converted to a soccer one. Uh, but that's that's about it. <laughs> I will shield my disappointment. How about that? I won't let it come pouring out of me. Thank you. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Um, yeah, I I love it down there. It's great. But I always always have to be very very conscious conscious of the fact when I go to other countries, I have to say American football. You know, so. <laughs> But whatever, it's fine. And then you go to India, and they're all about cricket. And I'm like, can somebody sit down and explain this to me? Because <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> that's funny. So how did yeah. how did your husband end up here? Because that's that's a long, long journey. How did he end up in the U.S.? Yeah, he came to uh, go to college. So he was, you know, student student visa came over here. Uh, originally came to Atlanta, so he's, he's got some family here, and then wanted to get away from said family. So, uh, you know, found a school in Minnesota, um, which, you know, I mean, he counts the time we he lived in Minnesota by the number of winters, right? That's what transplants usually do, right? Mm-hmm. So, seven winters uh, in, in Minnesota. <laughs> You but, know, it, yeah, it always cracks we, me up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say it, was, it feels like it feels like a long time ago. We just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. So um, he's he was very happy when we moved down to Georgia and weather got a little bit a little bit warmer. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations on 10 years. That's awesome. And secondly, it for some reason, I always scratch my head when people come here from a very warm climate 
and they end up in Minnesota or Wisconsin or upstate New York or Montana. And I'm from, I, I grew up in Wyoming. So, I mean, harsh winters I get. Not the humid winters that are in Minnesota, but the dry, cold, windy, miserable nine month long winters. And it's just, I'm always like, really? You like, really? <laughs> like, there's no way I could do that. <laughs> I think it's because they don't realize how bad it'll be before they decide to move. That's I think that's what happens. <laughs> I think you're absolutely yeah, yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. It was like two years into our relationship, and I think the third winter for my husband in Minnesota when I introduced him to long underwear, and he <laughs> just like mind blown. <laughs> did not know that was a thing. Did not know how much it would change his life. <laughs> Humans are interesting creatures when we find ways to mitigate nature's elements. <laughs> right. Oh First goodness. time my, uh, my cousin took him out ice fishing. Uh, he, just, like, he just didn't know. He's like, no, you, you have a fire on the ice. That sounds like a bad idea. Why would you put a fire on top of ice, we're going to fall in. It's going to be, and I'm like, no, you're going to be fine. You'll be just fine. That fire is going to have to burn for a week for you to fall through that water or through that ice. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't pick up ice fishing as a hobby after that, but yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. Although I am kind of jealous of you being in Georgia because there is some awesome bass fishing down there. So. Okay. Yeah, we, um, when we were, I originally came from TE, so pre-Comscope acquisition, I came from econ activity. And we, we sponsored a, a bass fisherman, J. Todd Tucker from Georgia, got to go out on his bass fishing boat. And I mean, as, as, you know, as promotions go, that was an awesome one. <laughs> that is such a Georgia name, J. Todd Tucker. Tucker, yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so going back to the adoption program, so if if everybody wants to do this, I'll include links in the in the podcast description, but... Where do they need to go to find all this stuff? Yeah, I think the the two easiest ways to go uh, to find information is one, if you check the Ruckus Networks pages on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter, you'll see the promotion. It's gonna it's peppered with uh, puppy pictures uh, with information, and then also if you come to the Comscope.com website, if you type in the word puppy in the search bar the very first thing that pops up is the adopt a puppy page uh, and so that's a fun uh, way to actually get to the page too and find information okay and i'll i'll grab that page and i'll just put it in the description so people can find it too because like i said every especially a, who doesn't want a stuffed puppy i mean come on it's come on i know right <laughs> and you have a shot that's to we're giving away a random amount every month. I mean, just fill out the form, like I said, and you only have to fill your name in once. We're going to be doing this until probably February, all through kind of trade show season into the beginning of next year. Um, so fill it out now. If you don't win this month, you're very well, you know, win one next month or the month after. So. And you said that there's a contest to win APs. Do you know what model of AP we're giving away? Uh, I think we said a three ten, but um, could be a five ten. Just just depends on what I decide that month. <laughs> well, what we, I don't know. What, what do you need? Which, which one do you want? Which I'll one do you that. <laughs> okay, awesome. I think officially we say a three ten, but. <laughs> well, if it's official now, it's official. But it, you also 
Michelle. Well, you said it'll fluctuate. So you get some level of, of relief on that one. So I think you're good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough for coming to do this. And I, I mean, I, it's an open invite. So anytime you have promotions going on or anything that you're doing, by all means, please reach out. Uh, we'll, we'll get you on here. We'll record. We'll get it up and posted and you'll be good to go. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm happy, you know, I got to share a little puppy love this week. And <laughs> yeah, fill it, fill out the form, everybody. Uh, get yourself a puppy and have some fun right now. Absolutely. And you can win free stuff. Everybody likes free stuff. It's free stuff. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks. All right. Thanks. See everybody. Thank you for listening to RuckCast. If you just found us for the first time, be sure to follow or subscribe on your platform of choice so you can be notified of future episodes. If you have ideas for future episodes or can't find RuckCast on your favorite platform, contact us at ruckcast.comscope.com. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>